0: This episode is brought to you in part by Zondervan, publisher of Ghosted, an American story. Written and narrated by New York Times best selling ghostwriter Nancy French, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold.
1: Welcome back to the Questions and Ethics program with Russell Moore. I'm Daniel Patterson. And Dr. Moore, today we have a question uh, from a listener who sent in said, I'm engaged. Uh, we are an interracial couple, but we are dealing with parents who disagree strongly with our engagement. How would you counsel them to deal with a situation like that?
2: Well, I mean, the first question that I would have is, do they disagree with the engagement because they are an interracial couple? Um, it, it may be that, um, I mean, that question could mean that they they disagree with the engagement for other reasons. And you would want to say, what are those reasons? So if uh, the parents are saying, we disagree with this uh, marriage because we don't think that the person you're marrying is of good character... Well, you ought to take that into consideration. Um, If the parents are saying, we disagree with this engagement because you're not willing or capable to support yourselves, we don't trust that, well, then that's something to take into consideration. But if their objection is because you're interracial, which is what I'm assuming is the case, then the way I would handle that is, first of all, to recognize your parents are wrong in this. And the people who would object to... Uh, an interracial marriage on the basis of uh, Bible verses or misinterpreting the Bible verses to the point of textual harassment the scripture never forbids interracial marriage what the scripture forbids are the Israelites marrying the foreign uh, women of the Canaanites because of the pull into idolatry that is not what is happening uh, in an in interracial marriage it's it's the equivalent is marrying outside of uh, the faith and and the the same thing is true when we look at what the scripture speaks about this, we have Moses, a Semitic man, marrying a Cushite woman. And the problem in the scripture is with Miriam when she starts murmuring against, and the people who start murmuring against Moses for that sort of uh, marriage. Not, the problem is not with Moses. So your parents are in the wrong on this if they're using uh, Bible verses in that way. They're also wrong if they're using that that old chestnut of an argument, well, it's going to be really difficult for you and really difficult uh, for the children. You have parents who are making things difficult on you. They're they're, they're using bigotry in order to keep you away from bigotry. That's a nonsensical sort of an argument. I think the way that you need to handle this is you have two conflicting principles here, honor father and and leave father and mother and cleave to one another and become one flesh. Uh, Now, honor father and mother is not unlimited. That does not mean unlimited submission to parental authority for the rest of your life, obviously. Scripture speaks in in strikingly different terms uh, from that. And so the leaving of father and mother in this case is going to mean saying to your parents, I'm disappointed in you that you have this bigoted view toward my future husband or wife simply because of ethnicity. And if if your parents or parents-in-law are Christians, I think it's a good opportunity to to, uh, call them to repentance on that and talk about the sort of carnal divisions that they're making that are not made in Scripture. And then you have to say, if, if this is the person that God has given to you, and this is, this is someone who meets all the other qualifications for marriage, then I think you need to say, this is our family, uh, mom and dad. And so if you have a problem with her, or if you have a problem with him, then you have a problem with me. Now, this happens often in interracial marriages. It happens often in, I've seen it happen often in interracial adoptions. And sometimes you have parents who are so steeped in their bigotry that they never come out of it. And in that case, that's a that's a sad reality that you're going to have to be willing to contemplate. But often I have seen parents who, because of the uh, the The presence of this marriage or this child or from the marriage, these grandchildren who come about, they have hearts that are softened and they turn, to, they, they turn around. Uh, they, they do repent. And we have to give people room to repent of sinful attitudes and, and sinful expressions. And so you can firmly talk to your parents and say, we're going to marry. We want you to be supportive of this. But if you're not, then you need to know that that's because of, that's because of a spirit of hatred in your own heart. And we're, we're here and we're, we're ready to receive you back whenever you want to come back. But say that firmly, but say that graciously and with a spirit of expectation that the Lord can turn that around. That would be uh, how I think you ought to, ought to handle that.
1: Thanks for joining the Questions and Ethics program. If you have a question you'd like Dr. Moore to answer, email it to questions at erlc.com. Join us next time when we help you apply the gospel to the pressing issues of the day.
0: This episode was brought to you in part by the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. An outreach dedicated to bringing joy, strength, intimacy, and purpose to couples seeking growth. Be sure to visit EnneagramAndMarriage.com to find your chemistry together again, or for the very first time.